systems, customers, ethical issues, be an unmanned aerial vehicles industry. This is the Defense Aviation Podcast, Episode 4. Are you frustrated with high-cost press release distribution services that just fail to give you the right exposure? For just $7.99 per year, we will publish your press releases that will reach the right audience in the aerospace industry. Visit defenseaviation.com forward slash PR and use the coupon code podcast to get 16% discount. Welcome to Defense Aviation Podcast. I'm your host Larkins Souza, founder of defenseaviation.com and today I'm going to interview David Willems from Switzerland. He's a business development director at UMS Keldar. For show notes and to ask any questions to David, please visit defenseaviation.com forward slash episode 4. David Willems is the business development director of UMS Keldar, one of the world's largest designers and manufacturers of remotely piloted aircraft systems. The company is based in Switzerland with twin manufacturing facilities in Switzerland and Sweden. UMS Kelda provides solutions to a wide variety of military, defense and civil security sectors around the world. Welcome to the show, David. Thank you very much, Larkin. It's a pleasure to be here. David, take a moment, fill us any blanks from that introduction and give us a glimpse into your personal life. All right. Well, uh, I am a Belgian uh, citizen uh, who has lived uh, abroad for the last 20 years, so I'm really considering myself as a world citizen, which uh, is very good doing the job that I'm doing, actually. I enjoy outdoor activities uh, like hiking, uh, uh, jogging, and, um, and the nature in general. So I'm fond of new technologies, and uh, this also is a great help in, in what we're doing uh, right now work-wise. You're at a party, and someone asks you, David, what exactly do you do for a living? How do you answer that in under 10 seconds? <laughs> I, the best answers are usually the shortest ones. So I will say that uh, I'm uh, heading the uh, sales marketing of uh, UMS Kelda, our world leader of uh, unmanned aircraft systems. That would be the shortest way to answer it, I would say. So basically, you market unmanned aerial vehicles to, to the countries of the world. That's absolutely correct. Uh, anywhere in the world for um, all sorts of applications, as you can imagine. Take a step back and talk to us on how you started in this industry. Well, I started actually a long time ago in the aviation industry, uh, just under 20 years. And I must say that I have been uh, occupying many functions in the aviation industry, both on the private and commercial side of the aviation and on the military side as well, um, selling aircraft, servicing them, providing uh, uh, added value to uh, clients who wish to structure uh, large uh, projects. And the unmanned industry actually is has become over the past decade, uh, for sure, uh, a bigger and more important side of the aviation industry as per se. So it was a natural uh, move from me to actually uh, look into this industry and uh, I became naturally involved, you know, on in some of my activities uh, into the unmanned industry. Explain to our audience what UMS Keldar does and how it was started. Okay, well, UMS uh, Keldar is a manufacturer of uh, unmanned aerial uh, uh, vehicles. Uh, we produce uh, a range of VTOL systems, so vertical takeoff and landing 
uh, aircraft as well as fixed-wing aircraft. And the company started uh, in 2011 as um, a, a manufacturer of fixed-wing systems called unmanned systems, uh, involved both in Switzerland and in Sweden. Then, uh, over the following one and a half year, there was an opportunity to acquire majority participation and then the full participation into a Swiss UAV manufacturer who was specializing in uh, uh, VTOL systems, in, in helicopter uh, drones called Swiss UAV. That was in 2013, and uh, the new entity was called UMS uh, Group. And then, of course, uh, now we have just announced the new joint venture with Saab uh, because we have been, uh, I think, selected to be the right partner for this. And we uh, are now UMS Skeldar. Uh, offering, you know, additional uh, VTOL systems to uh, the existing product range of UMS. What are the products UMS Kelda providing right now? So there are, there are four products. Um, I will start with the VTOL systems. The uh, large one that bears the same name, the Skeldar, the V200, is a very uh, large, long-endurance um, helicopter. Uh, that uh, can stay aloft for over six hours and perform extremely uh, a very wide range of missions. It is ship ready, so it can take off and land from a ship or from a land base. Um, that would be really the high-end uh, vertical system that we're offering right now. Just a little bit lower in terms of specs and on, on performance, we have the uh, former, uh, former UMS R350, it has now become the entry level, so to speak, uh, in, in our range of VTOLs, but it's also a, a jet turbine propelled helicopter with a, a heavy fuel engine. And that's probably the, uh, that was the, probably the first heavy fuel engine in that category, um, uh, VTOL system. So is the V200, of course. So different specs, different mission capabilities, two very distinct products. On the fixed wing side, we produce a light tactical UAV called the F-330. Um, what I mean by light tactical, it, it will have an endurance of four to eight hours depending on the configuration. It can be deployed from a very short runway or has options to be eventually uh, catapulted. Um, above that, we have a, a, a much bigger system called the F-720, which is uh, medium-altitude, long-endurance aircraft that can carry basically um, up to 70 kilo of payload and fly for uh, 12 hours and over, depending on the, on the configuration. So again, we have two very distant uh, fixed-wing systems that can fulfill specific mission requirements. Let's talk about the systems behind the unmanned aerial vehicles. Are you heading towards the human-controlled or autonomous systems? What is UMS Keldar concentrating on? It's a, it's a very good question. I will say, Larkins, that uh, right now there are always pilots involved. And in the future, even if the human influence is reduced to allow a mission, uh, a specific mission to happen, there will always be a safety pilot. You know, those are very large systems and uh, you can never rule out the human presence, I would say. And we would not want to do that. But... It will be more of a of a hybrid uh, future, I would say, where human still has a role, but that can be a bit uh, lower than what it is right now. 
and answering your next question about what we are concentrating on, um, basically we are trying to uh, provide a complete one-stop solution uh, for our customers where, yes, we are an OEM and provide uh, platforms, but we look at the training and the other services that come with it, you know, as part of as the entire package we want to provide. And that means uh, we are accompanying the customers in defining what their requirements for equipment will be. We will train them on the specific platforms that they will have selected. And of course, we will help them to service the platform and to evolve to newer platforms in the future. So it's it's really a, a complete a package and solution that we offer the clients. As a business development director of an unmanned aerial vehicle manufacturing company, do you get questions on ethical issues that could arise with this weapon system? Well, we don't manufacture any system that could be weaponized as per se. Um, the question comes from time to time and we turn it down. We are not uh, a, a, you know, weaponized, weapon platform, weaponized platform manufacturer. There are other OEMs who do that very well, and we are gladly leaving them that part of the business. Besides unmanned aerial vehicles, what other products or services does UMS Kelda provide? I, I touched the base on that a little bit in, in, in the question just before. We, we basically are providing a complete range of service and training packages. The trainings consist in pre-procurement, uh, assessment, uh, it consists also in ISR training packages. It does consist also in concept of operations definition um, and, of course, the, the, the pilot training. So we can, we are very often happy to sell training services or, or ISR services to a client even before he commits to uh, acquiring any type of platform. Then we are looking at providing, as I said, complete solutions, complete managed service packages where we provide the platform and the pilot, of course, for specific uh, missions. This is important to, to say that we, we now have the capability to do that for the short term or the longer term uh, for, for, for the clients. Has UMS Kelda considered the possibility of producing unmanned ground vehicles or unmanned surface vessels? Uh, no, I will say, because it is... Uh, we are extremely specialized into the aerial part of the unmanned industry and there is, uh, there is so much to do and so many competencies already required to make this work that uh, we have no plans to move into, uh, into those other segments. Who are your customers right now? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good question. The one that I can mention to you and who were disclosed uh, uh, 10 days ago in Singapore, of course, are the uh, Singaporean uh, um, police. Uh, we have provided them with uh, training packages and, and additional services. And of course, we announced to the industry the, the sale of systems to the Indonesian army. Uh, that was probably the highlight of uh, the Singapore Air Show. How was Singapore Air Show uh, useful for your company this time for this air, air tour? How was it? Well, it was uh, it was very very successful for us because we were able to let the industry uh, and the end users of of Southeast Asia and Asia, you know, at large, that now we are a much bigger uh, company providing uh, more platforms 
and more services. So we were able to show uh, the world, so to say, that you know UMS Scaledar does exist and that we are ready to market our products. Uh, this is a question from our community, from Defense Aviation community. Does the Swedish Air Force have any plans for the unmanned aerial vehicles in the future, in their inventory? I will have to answer uh, the following way by saying that I'm not at liberty to disclose this at this stage. Okay, okay, okay. All right. What are the company's future plans for expansion? Well, we are we are still very busy right now, of course, uh, consolidating uh, the the sub scalar integration into into the new entity. But we are looking at new markets, of course, uh, civilian markets, to be uh, very accurate. Uh, we feel that there are, there is strong demand from the energy sector and from from the agricultural sectors actually to uh, to use more and more UAVs and less and less manned aircraft or helicopters to do um, the dull and dirty work that has to be repeatedly done. Uh, we feel that we are now with our portfolio in a strong position to uh, promote those uh, platforms for specific mission requirements and those services. So um, in a nutshell, we want to focus more and more into the uh, civilian industry. How much Saab has control over the company? How how does Saab play into your EMS Kelda? They they so as as a partner they have forty seven percent ownership into the business where uh, UMS Holding has fifty three percent. This is public information. But on a practical level, we are now controlling the destiny of uh, the former Saab Scaler, the the V two hundred. So on a strategic level, uh, there is uh, sometimes uh, some involvement and the board and the chairman of the board of the company um, is, uh, comes from Saab. We have, we have some people, uh, some staff that we recruited because they had the right competencies on, on, on the Skeldar. So um, we, we really now are in control of the destiny of, of this company, which is which is a, a very good advantage, knowing that we have the backup of a huge company that is Skeldar. That is Saab, sorry. David, we are at the end of the episode. If you could recommend one book to our listeners, what would it be? That's a very difficult question, but I'll tell you what I'm reading right now. I'm reading a very interesting book, which is the autobiography of Khalaf uh, al-Habtur from uh, the UAE. He is uh, a very prominent businessman and philosopher uh, in the UAE and tells the story of his life, how that part of the world was less developed than the rest of, uh, of our world and what happened over the past five decades. So I recommend this reading to anybody who's listening to the podcast. Can you repeat that book again? The title yes. of the book again? Yes, it's called Khalaf Ahmed Al-Habtour, Autobiography. Okay, we will have that on the show notes. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us about UMS Skeldar and the unmanned aerial vehicle industry, David. I really appreciate it. Larkins, it's been a pleasure to be on your show and I wish you all the best and I look forward to uh, many more podcasts with you. Before we say goodbye, what would be the best way to connect with you? Uh, you can use my uh, email address. It's uh, david.willems, W-I-L-L-E-M-S, at uh, umsskeldar.aero. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, David. Ha Thanks very much. We'll see you in the future. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Larkins.
That was David Willems of UMS Keldar. If you have any questions for David, please visit defensivation.com forward slash episode 4. Do you have an announcement for your company's new products or services? Let us publish your press releases and give you the right exposure in the aerospace industry. Visit defenseaviation.com forward slash PR and enter the coupon code podcast to get 16% discount.